0: I think that 2020 is going to go down as one of the most difficult years in modern American history. Remove the coronavirus pandemic. Like, say it never happened, 2020 would still be one of the hardest years in modern American history. But you put on top of that all that we're experiencing, over 100,000 deaths, nearly 40 million jobs lost, And the pain that we're experiencing is deep and real. And this week, as we organize and fight for Big Floyd, as we fight for Breonna Taylor, as we fight for Ahmaud Arbery, as we organize all over the country, not just for the three of them, but for countless people I'm not naming right now in this moment. I need to give us a paradigm of what it means to be an abolitionist in 2020. What does it mean to abolish the systems and structures that are literally just descendant from slavery itself, the new systems of mass incarceration and police violence and white supremacy are just derivative of systems that are hundreds of years old, What does it mean to be an abolitionist in this year, in this time? Last year, I did a two-part series on what it means to be an abolitionist. I'm going to play some of that. As you know, I'm in my mother's house. I've left my family to be with my mother, who's been hospitalized. And um, I am—literally, this is episode number two from my mother's house while I'm here in Georgia— But I want you to hear this because I want you to begin seeing yourself as an abolitionist. I need you to understand, and I'll break it down in just a second. I need you to understand that these systems that we're fighting against are designed from the ground up to oppress us. You may look at them and think you see something redemptive or a decent person that works inside of it, I get it. But the systems are corrupt. This is Sean King, and you are listening to The the Breakdown. The the, the Breakdown. The, 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 The Breakdown. All the way back in 1847, and this is still the height of slavery in the United States, where millions of people are enslaved, not just in the United States, but in countries all around the world. They're starting to abolish the systems, but the vestiges around the world still remain. But in the United States, the systems are still, in 1847, in full force. In 1847, two men, Frederick Douglass and Martin Delaney, two freedom fighters, two young abolitionists at that time, decided to start a newspaper in New York, in Rochester, called the North Star. And we restarted that company. And the breakdown is a podcast of the North Star. They started the North Star for a few reasons. And if you don't know this story, the North Star is actually a star in the sky that many people who escaped plantations would use to track their course northward so that they could flee the south and get north. You have to understand many times when people would literally would escape the plantation, many times they had never been off of that plantation. Many times they had never been able to explore the land, the country, the terrain. And it was always told and whispered in secrets and embedded in songs that you could follow this particular star northward to freedom. And the North Star, in many ways, became sacred on plantations in black culture with black folk because it was a star that you could follow to freedom. And they named their newspaper in 1847, Frederick Douglass and Martin Delaney named their newspaper the North Star after that star And the newspaper was an abolitionist paper. It was designed to fight for freedom unashamedly, without reservation. And when we restarted the North Star, our mission is the same. We are an abolitionist paper. Our goal, our mission is to fight for freedom, is to spur you to action. And that's why we have Action Steps on this podcast, because we're not just here to change the news. We're here to change the world. We're here to, to help abolish evil systems, unjust systems, systems of enslavement. And when people use the word abolitionist, they mainly use it in historical context to talk about Frederick Douglass or Martin Delaney or others who were speaking out. Yet there is a a young movement—I almost want to call it a youth movement—to uh, of people around the country to say that they are abolitionists, and I want us just for a few minutes today to investigate that idea, to to challenge it, not to not to uh, rebuke it. I I think it should be embraced. I just want us to talk about it. What does it mean to be? an abolitionist in 2019, in 2020? What does it mean to be an abolitionist in the current American context? I think by and large today, in the context of the United States, when, when people call themselves abolitionists today, that we are talking about the current criminal justice system, the current systems of mass incarceration. We call it the legal system, the system of of laws and penalties, but certainly the systems of mass incarceration of jails, prisons, police departments, sheriff's offices, district attorney's offices. Now, as you've heard me say on this podcast before, we don't have one criminal justice system or one legal system it's really about 30,000 microsystems made up of over 10,000 jails and prisons, over 10,000 police departments and sheriffs offices, now nearly 2,500 district attorneys offices and nearly 7,500 different types of offices connected to the legal system all over the country. That is really 30,000 microsystems. And inside or, or maybe even outside of, of those 30,000 systems floating in and out are now millions and millions of laws. The United States has more laws than any country in the world, than any country in the history of the world, that at any given time, each of us is probably breaking a law, just existing in this country. Over the course of each day, you probably unknowingly, unwittingly do something to break a law. If it's going a mile over a speed limit, if it's not stopping directly at a stop sign the way someone wants you to stop. I mean, and I could go on and on if it's uh, talking on the phone in your car or touching it while you're driving. I mean, those are traffic violations, but there are millions and millions of laws that are easy to break unknowingly, unwittingly, that somebody could use to weaponize against us at any given point in time. So we have these millions of laws. We have these tens of thousands of offices and departments and prisons and jails. And when people talk today about being a modern-day abolitionist, they are mainly talking about abolishing those systems. And how do we do that? What does it look like? How do we abolish... The modern systems of injustice. What does that look like? Where do we begin? The break, the, the break, the, the, the breakdown. We'll be right back after the break. I know it's strange because you see me in a certain kind of way and don't think about me shaving my face. But I want to tell you, I'm a hairy guy. I have to shave every single day. And I want to tell you about my favorite razor company, and it's our newest advertiser on The Breakdown, is Harry's. I've been working around the clock on police brutality cases, and I have to be real with y'all, I've let myself go a little bit. I had grown as close to a full beard as I'd had in a while, but then I subscribed to Harry's, and the convenience is exactly what I needed. Now my blades never get dull because I automatically get a new one every month, but you can choose your schedule. If you want a blade refill every two weeks, you can do that too. You can get a Harry's trial set delivered to your doorstep by going to harrys.com slash breakdown. The blades are a great value as little as just $2 per blade. They've cut out the middleman. They manufacture blades in their own German blade factory. That's been honing precision blades for over a century. Listen, they know what they're doing at Harry's. We're glad to be partnering with them And as one of our listeners, you can redeem your Harry's trial set now at harrys.com breakdown. You'll get a weighted ergonomic handle for a firm grip, a five-blade razor with a lubricating strip and trimmer blade, rich lathering shave gel with aloe to keep your skin hydrated, and a travel blade cover to keep your razor dry and easy to grab on the go. Just go now dot com slash breakdown to start shaving better today. Break, 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 break it down. How do we abolish the modern systems of injustice? What does that look like? Where do we begin? Well, I think it begins first at the admission that there is a modern system of injustice that is pseudo-slavery in its essence that didn't just come chronologically after American slavery. It is a direct link. It is the direct result, the, the child, the direct descendant of slavery in this country. And I have to recommend a book and if I had to name five books that have influenced me in life, this would probably make the cut. It's called Slavery by Another Name, The Reenslavement of Black Americans from the Civil War to World War II. And it's by Douglas Blackman, and it actually won the Pulitzer Prize in 2008. And there's also a brilliant, painful documentary that I absolutely implore that you watch. If you search Slavery by Another Name documentary, you can find a link to it on PBS if you have a subscription to PBS. But if you search it on YouTube, the last time that I checked, the documentary was also on YouTube for you to watch in full. And few books break down exactly how the modern systems of mass incarceration were just created in the place of traditional American plantation chattel slavery, that those systems in in the aftermath of the Civil War with the Emancipation Proclamation and the 13th, 14th, and 15th Amendments, that those systems of slavery as we knew it were abolished. But the book Slavery by Another Name picks up and says, actually, while those systems were abolished, immediately new systems were put in place of those old systems. And Douglas Blackman, his book, Slavery by Another Name, really lays out the architecture and design. I mean, this book is 450 pages of a deep dive in how the modern systems of mass incarceration and imprisonment were just built as the replacement of the systems of slavery. And so here we have today more people incarcerated in the United States, not just than any country in the world, but than in any country in the history of the world. We currently have more people on parole or probation than any country in the world or any country in the history of the world. We have that. Because this system of mass incarceration was built not 20 years ago, not 50 years ago, while it exploded in the 80s and 90s and 2000s. It has deep, deep roots, and it's hard to combat. It's hard to fight against it because it's coming at you, again, not from one system that can be abolished, but from 30,000 microsystems. So when you ask yourself, well, what is an abolitionist? Well, first and foremost, an abolitionist is someone who openly, honestly, earnestly recognizes that the new systems of mass incarceration were built on top of, on top of the foundation of the systems of American slavery, using literally sometimes the same people, the same rules, the same laws, the same policies, And often enslaving the exact same people. And so you have to accept that premise that the systems we have today of mass incarceration, they're not new, they're old. They're not just to keep people safe. They are designed to keep certain people in power and to keep certain people out of power. They are designed for profit. They are designed for jobs. They are designed for wealth. I'm talking about the current systems of mass incarceration. Now, of course, everybody's willing to admit that the systems of American slavery were built for, were built for wealth, were built for economic purposes, but were also built to uplift white people at the expense of Africans, at the expense of black people from throughout the diaspora. We know that. That's undeniable. But what I need you to accept, and and this is the premise that I'll linger on today, and we'll pick back up on this tomorrow. What I need you to accept is that the modern systems of mass incarceration were built for the very same reasons. They weren't built to keep certain people safe. And I'm going to unpack tomorrow how they were designed to keep certain people in power and certain people out of power. And I want to unpack exactly what it means to tear down those systems and to build new equitable systems in its place. I'll be right back after a quick word about one of our sponsors. Listen, we are in hard times, and sometimes you just have to do something to help yourself escape That's why I love having Best Fiends as a sponsor of The Breakdown. Best Fiends is an exciting and unique puzzle game for your phone. The characters are so fleshed out and they're part of the strategy of the game. Playing sometimes just makes me feel like I'm doing something fun and relaxing that still works out my brain. And the team at Best Fiends updates the game at least monthly with new levels and events so it never gets old. If you've already played Best Fiends, just DM me about it on Instagram. Tell me what level you're on. Let's see if you can catch up with me, all right? And if you haven't tried it yet, now's the time. Engage your brain with fun puzzles and collect tons of cute characters. Trust me, with over 100 million downloads, this five-star rated mobile puzzle game is a must-play. Download Best Fiends for free on the Apple App Store or Google Play. Now, remember, that's friends without the R. It's best fiends. Check it out. Action, 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 action. Action, action, action. Steps, take action, 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 steps. For today's action step, I have some homework for you, all right? Uh, two things that I want you to do. I want you to go ahead and purchase that book. And I think it'd be great if you can purchase it, an e-book, um... You can try the audio book on Audible as well, if that's, if that floats your boat. If you know that, will help you read it. Um, or you can go ahead and get it in hardcover or paperback. I'd like for you to purchase the book, Slavery by Another Name, The Reenslavement of Black Americans from the Civil War to World War II. It's an indispensable book in my library, in my mind. And as much as I want to unpack what it means to be an abolitionist, I need you to have this book first because nothing is going to help you understand how the systems of mass incarceration were just built to replace the systems of American slavery. So purchase that book. That's homework number one. Homework number two, assignment number two is to go ahead and watch that documentary. Now the documentary is less than two hours. The book is, you know, maybe 20 hours of information the documentary, though, is essential because it gives sight and sound, it gives image and color and visual nuance to the horrors of the book. Uh, the book, when I use the word horrors, while the book is a hard read, it's not it's it's not um trauma porn, if you will. It's it breaks down the systems who built them, where they were built, how they were built. Exactly, piece by piece, brick by brick, policy by policy. And I want you to have this as a tool because I want this show, I want the breakdown to be able to produce abolitionist. But in order for us to be able to produce that, I need you to understand the systems that were built. All right? Purchase the book. That's assignment number one, action step number one. Go ahead and watch the documentary, and you can watch the documentary before you read the book, after you read the book, or while you read the book. It doesn't matter. So you can search it on Google, Slavery by Another Name documentary. You can also search it on YouTube because, as of yesterday, there was a documentary on there, uh, of the full version of it, Slavery by Another Name, the documentary, all right? Check that out. Get the knowledge, the understanding that you need so that we can really approach and tackle this issue together because I want the North Star I want the breakdown today in its modern form to be all about abolition take care everybody break it down break it down